0: The materials on this podcast are for informational and entertainment purposes only and are not intended to be a substitute for actual medical or mental health advice from a doctor, psychologist or any other medical or mental health professional. Hi, welcome to the Love Approach Project podcast, a space dedicated to bring you tips, ideas, and new ways in which you can live a more empowered life where stress doesn't take over and where love becomes the rule of the day. Enjoy. Welcome, welcome everybody to another episode of the Love Approach Project podcast. This is your host, Laura Gutierrez. And today we are going to be touching on a topic that actually affects a great part of the population of the world, and that is actually burnout. And I'm here with Mel Brody today, she's my guest, and she's a certified soul coach and the founder of Luminate Life. And Mel is passionate about helping people who have suffered from overwhelm and burnout. And, you know, she's also passionate about preventing it. So that's what we're going to be focusing on today, on prevention. So welcome, Mel. Thank you. Thank you for having me. I feel so honored to be here.
1: Um, It's such important work that you're doing and, Thank um, you. and putting this message
0: out into the world is, is really beautiful and special. Oh, lovely. Thank you, Mel. Lovely. So, well, I really like to begin always with a little bit about the story of my interviewee mm-hmm. because, as you know, that's, that's what guides us, right? That's what takes us to what we are that's meant it. to do. So yeah. why don't you share a little bit about you and what took you to doing what you're doing right yeah. now? Yeah. Thank you. Uh, so I sit before you
1: um, a very different person than I was two and a half years ago. Wow. I found myself um, in complete and utter burnout um, from um, corporate work as well as juggling work, life, and family. Mm-hmm. And um, you know, life just wasn't feeling fun anymore, yeah. and um, I'd, I'd built this wonderful life for myself, this family that I'd longed for all my life, which came to me sort of in my you know, early 40s, and I found myself in a position to not even be able to enjoy the life that I had created due wow. to the demands uh, mm-hmm. and the situation I was in with the impact of stress and lots of different things going on. Um, which I didn't allow myself to rest and recover from Mm. and so I found myself in a place where I was completely burnt out Mm. um, and just like kind of feeling like there's got to be more to life than this and so at that point I stepped away from my corporate role and I knew that I would return one day Um, and that my mission became to to not only sort of develop the toolkit and the skills and the capacity to deal with stress in my own life but that I would then be able to step back into the corporate world and to to, to everyone yeah. who has stress in their life and to help them to manage that better and to not just survive but thrive because I believe we're we're meant to to do more than just sort of turn up and pay bills, and go totally. to sleep and and then die. So, yes. Um, yeah. So that's become my mission to help others kind of move out of that place of overwhelm and stress and burnout, and to really be able to find what's their so own soul calling and to enjoy enjoy life and to have balance um, and do
0: what them lights them up as well as meeting their responsibilities. Yes, that's that's beautiful, Mel. Because as as we were. As I was saying in the in the intro, like so many people are just going to jobs that they don't like, yeah, and let's say suffering that, yeah. you know, kind of like just trying to stay there because they feel that they are meant to, or that's the only way. That's the only way, yeah. and that's exactly right. Mm-hmm. I wanted
1: to to show people and it's through the work that you know yeah. healers and coaches and um, beautiful alternative therapies are showing people yeah. that there is another way and in fact if we want to continue to be high performers um, in life, in in careers, um, then there are things that we all need to be doing on a daily basis to to ensure that can continue
0: Yes, fantastic and I I actually love that you touched on that because it's about learning how to do it and it's it's gaining or collecting the tools that can help us continue doing what you know our work and continue, you know even exploring our new gifts and all of that. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Mm. It's kind of like
1: uh, when you're in the thick of it, you're not able to draw on those tools. So it's about what's going to work for me is not what's necessarily going to work with you for you. Yeah. Yeah. But it's about working with people so that they can find what works for them in those times when the hurricane
0: hits. Yes. Um, yes. Yes. Love that. <laughs> <laughs> so Mel, well, let's. Talk a little bit about what burnout is and how can someone identify that they are going mm. through that? So, for me, burnout is, you know, simply
1: like if you can imagine an Energizer bunny that's got its battery in and it's going and going and going and going and going, um, and then it starts to falter and it might give out a little beep. That its battery's getting low, but and then the battery doesn't get changed, so just eventually it comes to a grinding halt. Yes. And so for me, burnout is about um, going at such a pace for over a sustained period of time that you deplete your energy bank Mm. um, and end up falling in a heap. Um, And you know, your body would have been giving you signs along the way. Yeah. Emotionally, mentally, physically, uh, and psychologically. There yeah. are clues along the way that would have led you to know that you're about to head into burnout. Yeah. Um, but sadly, a lot of people kind of wait till the big Mac truck hits them, which is actually what I did. Yeah. Um, I had some real health yeah. challenges come up in yeah. terms of heart palpitations and breathlessness yeah. and, um, you know, if, if people might experience it in terms of heart attacks, high blood pressure, Anxiety, insomnia. Yeah. But then there's also the kind of the things that people might not recognise that kind of creep up on you. Um, so it can be physically or emotionally snapping at people. It could yeah. be. Uh, so caught up in your head that you've become forgetful and your Mm. memory starts to go Um, it could be psychologically that you're starting to think life's too hard I can't do this Um, Mm. you know where is my life gone and so there's thoughts there's emotions um, as well as those physical triggers which can include um, nausea you know, diarrhea, constipation, yes. a whole range of things and ways that our body talks to us that
0: we might not recognize as being the result of stress. Yeah, it's it's so interesting that we do have all these signs, right? All the, the messenger That's is always, it. you know, telling us. But then because we think, and and I think many people can relate to this, but people just might think, oh, it's normal, you know? It's part of my day-to-day life, or I simply, I'm not eating well. Or, yeah. you know, it's it's natural to have insomnia. 30 something or 40 something yeah. more, you know. or you need less sleep as you get yes. older like a
1: raft of things that people tell themselves and it kind of becomes that frog in the the boiling pot of water like when you're in it and it's starting to boil it, it becomes your norm Exactly. and so it's yeah. not until you step out of it that you go wow yeah. that wasn't normal yes <laughs> and um, I had just got used to this gradual pressure that was rising until yeah. you know your body just said enough. Yes. Or you say enough. Yes. Exactly. One or the other. One or the other. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Or your relationships say enough. Or your husband says enough. Yeah. You need to go sort this out because you're, you you know, you're not being your best yes. self. Yes. Yeah. Yeah.
0: No, and it affects every single aspect of your life. It's just not one thing. Exactly. You know. So, and we are a whole. That's it. Holistically. So,
1: we know from what yes. we share in oh, our yes. roles, yes. mentally, emotionally, physically, psychologically, our mindset. Everything, everything combines and intertwines yes. um, to affect how we show up and then and
0: what we ripple out. Yes, yes. And so, um, Mel, what, what is a, a part of all of these things? What is the common denominator among people who are experiencing burnout and overwhelm?
1: So, from my perspective, from a, a mindset and a soul coach perspective, what I see is quite common traits of um, very strong work ethic, Yeah. perhaps perfectionists that yes. go and go and go until they make things just right. Um, people that don't like to let people down, mm. people mm. that are, maybe have some people-pleasing tendencies yes. that want to care for others, mm. so huge amounts of empathy, and, yeah. and they become... To the point where they, you know, take on other people's problems, volunteer yes. for things, <laughs> and when their own plate is already so filled, just because they want to be, you know, a helpful and useful member of society. Um, yeah. So I tend to find that they're sort of the patterns that go. That, that, that underlie yeah. somebody that can find themselves in burnout and for me you know I didn't have a strong sense of healthy boundaries yeah. so um, I wasn't assertive yeah. enough with mm. either saying no or renegotiating deadlines and yeah. timelines because yeah. I wanted to do all things and be all things to all people yeah. and when it when you strip it right back there's something that goes on beyond those behaviors that comes mm. back to perhaps self-worth totally
0: oh my goodness yeah I think yeah. you got to the core of the issue really yeah. which is that lack of or that feeling that you are perhaps not good enough without yeah. doing exactly all these yes who yeah. am I yes unless I'm helping this person or serving others who am I or being the best at something yeah. yes yeah
1: and mm. so it comes back to Um, having that balance between of course we've all got to get on and meet deadlines and fulfill our responsibilities in in life um, and love and 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 family and health but it also comes back to who do you want to be being while you're going about those things yeah Um, and just having that balance between who you are is just as important if not more than the number of things you tick off your to-do list every day yes
0: yeah and so since we talk about this, what needs to change for someone to be able to step out, well, first to regain their confidence in themselves, to know that they are valuable, whether they do their best or not, or whether they performed perfectly or not, you know? To so, yeah. prevent burnout, yeah.
1: I think that, the, you know, it's kind of twofold. One is, like, really practically, you, you've just got to draw the line in the sand and just say stop it. Yeah. Um, like draw the line and say enough's enough. You got to mind your own busy- busyness, is what, <laughs> how I like to yes. describe yeah. it. Like in in a very sort of humorous way, mind your own busyness, um, because that's could be bringing you undone. Mm. So it's stepping back and having a look at what is it that you're doing. Yeah. Um, and I like to have a triage system. So in a very practical way, yeah. triaging your to-do list, triaging your priorities. And, and, and how does that
0: look? How so, does that look? Yeah, so yeah. it
1: might have, I do a, a brain dump uh, every Sunday, every Monday, uh-huh. um, or Monday morning. And it's my favorite part of the day. It's my planning phase. So I plan mm-hmm. what I've got on my plate. Yeah. And then I give it a triage system. My must do, should do, even though I hate using the word should, should <laughs> all over yourself. but. Um, and would be nice to do. Okay. Mm-hmm. And so then based on my priorities, and I make sure that a critical aspect of that is including me in my priorities yes. yeah. and making time for self-care and making time to build in breaks between meetings so that I've got time to get a, a bottle of water or I've got time <laughs> to make myself a cup of tea. Yes. Um, and Or to travel. And, mm. and so building in and scheduling time for ourselves within that list and then really starting to work through what's really important in life mm-hmm. is, is what it comes down to. Um, does it really matter that you have a completely perfectly clean house um, or you know, yeah. is it better that you've gone out into the
0: garden and spent 10 minutes playing with the dogs or playing with a friend yes. or your child? That's what I was going to ask you because many people actually don't know what's important for them. Many people in fact do not even know who they are because They've learned from someone else yeah. how to be That's or it. who to be. That's right. It. Yeah. So it's, um, you know, it's a huge
1: personal transforma- transformative journey that we yeah. go on when we do that deep inner work, which is why I've been called yeah. to do it. Um, you know,
0: it's awesome. It's yeah. a beautiful
1: journey of self discovery and a return of back coming back to yourself. Yes. And why yeah. you're here and what's important to you and and building a
0: life that feels rich with meaning and purpose for what's right for you yeah and so mel where could be a good place to start like for someone who perhaps says well actually this is what i learned i learned to be the best at whatever but i had to be the best i don't even know who i am yeah you know what could be that Mm. place why because that would in the end prevent burnout you know because they Mm. would know more of their own value they would know more of who they really are and what they want to experience in their life. I would think if you can come back to a place where you're actually harnessing
1: these things that have happened to us in our life for good. So for example, the flip side of, you know, there's light and shadow of all traits. Yes. So the flip side of being a perfectionist is, you know, you're very good at research or yeah. and, and and uncovering things. So use your good detective skills. Use your ability and your fine analytical skills and your ability to dig deeper into things yeah. and turn that um, high-powered kind of lens on yourself and your own behaviors. Create the space and use through, you know, journaling techniques, um, working with coaches yeah. and use it. Um, like I do values work. It's the first thing people do do when they come to see me is is what are your values mm. and it's like oh what do you mean what are my values <laughs> yes. um you know so we have a list yeah. oh so that's what you that's a value you know yeah. love family connection integrity yeah. truth honesty like what do you want to live your life by and then it becomes not so then once you've got that pillar and that foundation of your values like what comes next it doesn't really matter what you do next as long as you're living life in alignment with your truth and values you can take yourself anywhere yes um, and Beautiful. we could be at home doing the housework as long as
0: you're doing it in alignment with those values of course that's yeah. that's, that's true so values could be a place to start actually values
1: are a great place to start yeah and journaling like if you mm-hmm. if you're not in a regular journaling practice now yes. just even um, starting the day just what am I grateful for yes yeah And that starts to give you clues. So we're kind of like um, Hansel and Gretel, you know, in the woods, following breadcrumbs and things like that. Yeah, Follow the clues. And so in Soul Coaching, Denise Lynn, the founder of Soul Coaching, has this phrase, you know, the soul loves the truth. Mm -hmm. And as coaches, you know, we can help people find their way using the various clues, using their and help them build their intuition. And connect to themselves. So, because they have the answers, we don't have the. I don't have the answers. No, no. But using the tools that you share with with your listeners and that we, as coaches, can share, we can help people
0: find the clues and put the join the dots. Totally. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. Yes. And so, well, since we're talking a little bit about soul coaching, what is soul coaching? (laughs)
1: so soul coaching is um, a particular brand or or modality of life coaching that Mm -hmm. was um, developed by the beautiful Hay House author and speaker Denise Lynn Mm -hmm. Um, and Denise traveled all over the world and um, studied indigenous cultures um, all around the world Mm -hmm. and developed a way of connecting with all souls no matter what your um, religion or faith or background is and really it's about stripping everything back and getting quiet so that you can hear the the voice of your own soul mm. really and it comes back to your truth finding what's important Beautiful. and the issue of of people that are too busy and we're on this treadmill and we're going and we're going and we're going we don't the noise of the outside world is so loud yeah. it drowns out our inner voice yeah. Through to the beautiful work that that you know yourself does to to, to hold space for people.
0: Yes, but sometimes it's just as simple as that. It is. It, that, I think that's one of the things that I've realized, especially running the group healing uh, sessions. Yeah, and it's that everybody is looking for a space in which the no the outside knows is. Um, How do you say that? Muted. Yeah. It's a space that is dedicated for them to just listen to that inner voice.
1: Yeah. That safe space, that safe container. And until Mm. you learn how to do that, I mean, it's Mm. always beautiful going to a space where somebody's holding space for you. Yeah. And then they have the ability to then step back into their own lives. Yeah. And, you know, there would be anchors, sensory anchors from what you share. um, Yeah. That they can recreate in their their own lives, and they can go back to that. Yeah. Whether it's a scent in the room. That is or true. Yeah. A key word or yeah. a technique, a breathing technique. Yeah. That people can drop back into that space yeah. from that sort of cellular memory that's been created through these experiences. Awesome. Those immersive yeah. experiences is yes. yeah. they're like they're kind of like peak events. Mm. Um, you know, I'd love to go to Tony Robbins every you know few months to to ramp myself up with my motivation. Yeah but I deliberately created cues from when I'm at these events yeah. um, like there's an oil that I would smell as I'm yeah. there and every time I smell that oil when I'm at home I'm instantly transported back into the memory of that motivation and the inspiration mm. to keep going yeah. so that's a trip, the tip for um, inspiring yourself but also for being able to release that stress trigger
0: yeah. and to put yourself back into that space um, Love that. where your body just goes ah oh. And so, basically, we we can, with our intention, we can set an anchor and say, every time I hear this, or I smell this, or I feel this, then this is what's going to happen.
1: I'm cueing the body. The mind yes. is telling the body this yes. is a cue to relax. Mm, I love and that. This is a cue yeah. to
0: motivate and energize. Yeah.
1: yeah, yeah.
0: And so, how else are you using soul coaching to support people in healing from overwhelm and? and in preventing burnout. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, so I mean I've created tools which I share with my clients. One of the tools that, that I've created um, and I use religiously is a weekly planner. So I have a free weekly planner that we can share with, with your also, listeners. Yeah, so it's yes, something yes. that um, you just print out once a week. Yeah. And I'm old fashioned, I'm an old school. So for me, whatever <laughs> Writing, you can yeah. get out of your head and out onto paper, stops it swirling around in here. Oh, I agree with that, yes totally (laughs) and um, and so getting it out using that triage process building in self-care and building up your own go-to's of what lights you up Mm. and so it could be as simple as for me lavender is it Mm. really whenever I smell lavender or I have fresh lavenders or fresh flowers in the house or avocados like what's your go-to that light you up so you can spoil yourself along the way and so as we go about our day and we do more and more of the things that we need to do. I would build in rewards. Human beings are intrinsically motivated by both pleasure and pain. Mm. So if we can reward ourselves from having knuckled down and done something. um,
0: Of course, that's gonna stick in, right? That's gonna, right, of course, yeah. And
1: I I, I know that I'm looking forward to this. So it's about building in things to look forward to in your life, both short-term, medium-term, and long-term. So for me, I'm a big one for for planning and prioritizing and journaling and getting stuff out of your head. Um, You schedule time for you. Schedule time for relaxation. um, Schedule time to worry if you have to. If you're somebody that worries incessantly and find that you can't unpack that, something I find quite useful is as a presenter, I used to get quite nervous ahead of... Mm. Uh, performances and interviews and speaking engagements and I literally programmed my mind to say you can be nervous you can stress, but you're going to set yourself a timer, and you're going to do it—not three days out, three weeks yeah. out. You're going to do it the night before. Here's your your ten minutes your half an hour. Go, knock yourself out with your worry and your nervousness, <laughs> and right, the timer's off. You're done. Yeah!
0: Wow, I had never heard of that of that uh, it's really solution. Yeah. yeah! Wow! Yeah. So it's
1: giving yourself permission to do the things yeah. that you know you can't stop. The simple things that people can do and build into their everyday lives. Yeah. You know, they're these. You know misconception that we have to all go off and, and live on a mountain in tibet and, yeah. and, and meditate for hours to be able to achieve stillness and and calm and the reality is is that we're, we're busy we've got stuff we've got to do we live in a modern world yeah. in a modern society and so even building in mindful minutes is what we share in, in corporate workshops, mindful minutes. So if you've got one minute, if you haven't got a minute yeah. in your day, yeah. um, you know, invite me over because I'll come and find it for you. <laughs> we can literally set a timer yeah. and use it to breathe.
0: Yeah. Um, yeah. Breathing
1: is quite underrated as a yeah. tool
0: for managing stress. It's one of the things that uh, is more common to kind of like deprive yourself from, right? When you're stressed out, yeah. you stop breathing. Your breathing quickens or you, or you stop hold your breath, yes, yeah. yes. and so, you know, just taking that
1: time to mindfully give your your body and your mind something to do by concentrating on the counting of your breath, breathing in for one, two, three, four, hold it, one, two, mm-hmm. three, four, release, one, two, three, four, and you do and a that, round of that cycle. as a minute, yeah. your mind's got something to concentrate on. Mm-hmm. Um, and for me, as somebody I can't empty my mind as if i got something to replace it
0: with, yeah. um, I'm good, yes. I'm good to go. Yeah, and, and I was going to ask you, how have you worked with people who believe or feel, actually I really do not have the time, like this is impossible? What happens then? So I guess, you
1: know the reality is is that some people could genuinely be in Uh a series of a marathon or a series of a sprint in their life Mm -hmm. there are things that come up that are outside the ordinary um that mean they're genuinely busy and we've all had those times
0: yeah
1: true. um but if you take a deeper look at your schedule how many times you check in your emails how many times (laughs) you might be on netflix how many times you've Um, you know, wandered around the house aimlessly with no purpose. Oh, walking from room to room. Like We've all got ways and things that we can be doing differently when when it gets right down to it. And um, if you... I do suggest deciding whether you're in um, a season of marathon or series Mm -hmm. of sprint, and that's one of the techniques that I would highly recommend to people. If you're in a marathon, you're going to plan accordingly by having a more measured pace. You're going to be building in toilet breaks. You're going to be building in time to take a drink from somebody out of the crowd yeah. and accepting help. Yeah. Um, you're going to be planning for endurance. Yes. Um, if you're in a sprint, it's like we're going to go hard and we're going to hit it and then we're going to rest. Yeah. And so it's about really deciding
0: and taking a hard look at yeah. what, what stage you're at
1: and then developing a strategy
0: accordingly. Around that, yeah. yeah. Oh, I, I'm in love with that. It really yeah. resonates with what you're saying. Yeah. It's like, what are you going through right now and then plan accordingly. That's it. To that, yeah. And
1: you know, not, not, you know certain ways of working assist people better. Some people are just yeah. really naturally geared towards highs, rest, highs and rest. As a bushwalker, um, I used to do a lot of trekking and I had friends that would walk really, really fast ahead and then they would rest for 15 minutes and wait for me to catch up. And I wouldn't need a rest when I got there because I walk at a more measured pace. Yeah. But that style of walking doesn't suit them. So it's, yeah. it's, it's kind of like life and how you approach the way you go to activities. Yes. 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 Something mm. might work better for you than somebody else. Yeah. But if you're somebody that does that, you, you can't run a marathon at that pace. You have to learn ways to reset, switch off, yeah. and to give yourself the time to rest. And your body, mm-hmm. your mind, body, spirit, really, time to rest recover and burnout um, Brene Brown um, says that you know it takes courage to to build in um, rest and play in a culture that really values exhaustion
0: and and holds it up as this badge of honor yeah
1: and so with it's about retraining yeah that to rest and recover is actually really what's necessary to be able to
0: keep going of course yes and I as you were talking, I, I, what came to my mind was like, okay, so what we really need first is an awareness of first how we work and how we, how we run or how we walk, let's say, right? Yeah, yeah. Are we sprinters or are yes. we just uh, walkers? That's it. Yeah. So it can be both circumstantial, like yeah. through, your,
1: through no uh, mm. fault of your own. You mm. could be mm. in a period of your life where right now, everything's coming at you. The fridge is yeah. broken, you know, you've got, <laughs> your teeth are yeah. fallen out, your, your boss has got these, you know, deadlines that yeah. you've got to meet. Um, you know, grandma's coming to town. Yeah. You've got to, there could be things that are coming at you through no fault of your own and it may not suit your style. Yeah, yeah. But it's about, okay, so what toolkit do I need to support me for who I am as an individual, whatever season I'm in. Yes, yes.
0: Wow. We can talk. We can start talking about seasons. Seasons. Yes. That's yeah. it. It's about um,
1: you know getting behind, knowing what's right for you, what lights you up, what's right yes. for the season of life that you're in, yeah. and then it's about that self-talk. Yeah. So, letting go of, well, what is everyone else going to think of me? Yeah. Um, what are they going to say? You know, we have responsibilities in life. Yeah. But um, you know, it's not selfish to take care of yeah. ourselves and to put ourselves back in the driver's seat of our own life. And I always like yeah. to say that it's not about me first, it's just about
0: me too. <laughs> yes, I deserve these two. Yeah, yes. um,
1: I'm, this is my life yes. and um, I'm going to reclaim the joy and balance in it whatever way yeah. feels right for me. Yeah,
0: yeah.
1: And helping guide people back to those places. Because again, when you're on that treadmill, there's no time to breathe, yeah. let alone think, stop, yeah. Pause, reflect. Mm. And yet, that's what we must do. What we must do. We've got to strip that back. We've got to find those pauses um, where you can hear yourself again, feel yourself again. Yes.
0: Yeah. Awesome. I think I just had a little aha moment. Ah. (laughs) I was just, uh, I'm very visual. So, what came to my mind was this kind of like imagine like a window, right? And it's squared. And we are trying to fit through that window. Our life as it is, but that window was put there by our parents or teachers or I don't know whoever Society, we grew up with. Society, generation exactly, yes. yes. And it and it doesn't feed through the window or through that hole, and we struggle with that. Mm. And so maybe it's about breaking down that smash frame. that window. Yes, open. exactly that window, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yes, and then yeah. creating um yeah a new
1: door a for new you door. to step. Yeah.
0: Your door. your
1: door. Your door. Yeah. Is
0: there an exercise or something? I know you've shared lots of... Um, we've shared lots yes, of things along the way. Different things, but yes. yes. I know. Like a little exercise that perhaps listeners could do after listening to the podcast to just help them initiate this process of preventing burnout.
1: One of the most powerful things, I mean, we've been talking about tips. Yes. So to, yeah. to summarize and to, yeah. to break it down, there are three sort of main things that I would recommend that people that are experiencing burnout right now could do, as well as to get themselves in a position where it doesn't happen to them. Fantastic. Um, And one would be that that plan and that prioritise and to triage triage their to-do list as we've already sort of unpacked. Um, You know, the second thing would be deciding what period and season of your life you're in, the marathon and the sprint. Love that, love that.
0: (laughs) The, um,
1: and remembering to ask for help at various stages Mm. except that bottle of water that the crowd's holding out to you accept help yeah. ask for help mm-hmm. um, and it may come in the most unlikely of places yeah. but um, yeah start programming yourself to to be accepting of help and the third thing would be to change the way you think about stress mm-hmm. and so this was a big one for me and and one I love to share from a mindset um, perspective thank you yeah great so the way we talk to ourselves matters obviously <laughs> a lot and but we can actually talk ourselves into a different physiological response the mm. example of that is if you've ever seen somebody on stage that's hypnotized yeah uh, and I've, i saw an incredible example once of people that were hypnotized being given an onion and told that it was a great big juicy apple and to take a great big bite and relish the taste wow <laughs> and they did and like the audience And they didn't flinch and the audience reacted with absolute horror Uh, and everyone was wincing at the thought of eating a raw onion Uh, but the body didn't react the body didn't react because the mind had told it it's a big juicy apple so as we're going about a day if you're continually saying to yourself i'm stressed this is so hard i don't have the time That's what we're telling our body. Now then we're putting our body into that stress response state. We're programming
0: it, Yeah. We're programming it to not
1: only be in it but to continue it. And so then we've got, you know, adrenaline and noradrenaline and cortisol flooding through our body in flight or fight. It can get snappy, we can just be acting, you know, not our best self. Yeah. And so what I would encourage people to do is to reframe the events of our life. Yeah. You know, is it a disaster that you were 10 minutes late for work or is it just inconvenient? You know, is it a, yes. is it a catastrophe that you <laughs> didn't meet that deadline or that the house isn't clean? Or is it just, yeah, yeah. okay, it's just one of those days. Yes, And so... Really coming back to looking at the way you talk to yourself and others about what's going on for yeah. you in your life. I mean, it's important to be honest and truthful about what's going yeah. on. We don't want to be putting, you know, a band aid and, and pretend everything's rosy yes. when it's not. Yeah, that's and not that's the solution not either. not what we're, yeah. we're saying here. <laughs> but it is about looking at. The way you use language and the way you think about what's happening to you in your life and putting it in perspective and the final thing that i wanted to say about stress is you know stress does have positive benefits it's there for a reason of course yeah otherwise it wouldn't exist right yes and so you know recognizing that stress plays a natural part it can it, it gives us the energy and the resources that we need to respond to to things that are happening in our life it has its place we just want to condition the mind, body and spirit to keep it in its place um, so that we can get on um, and live joyful,
0: balanced, healthy, rich, harmonious yes.
1: lives. Yeah.
0: But to finish today, and perhaps you know this, I always ask in my interviewees how they approach life with love. And so how does Mel approach life with love? Well, can, you know that I'm a massive
1: fan of the love of, of the, the love approach project oh, and I have been you. for many years and the work <laughs> that you thank you that you do in this world is just amazing um, and I'm so grateful to have met you and to be given the opportunity to be part of your beautiful work thank you um, the biggest thing that probably makes the most has made the most significant difference to me is this concept that Approaching everyone that I encounter in my life, generally speaking, as if everybody's doing the best they can with what they know how to do at that time, yeah. and so and it's having and that includes ourselves. Yeah. So giving ourselves the love and compassion and understanding that we would give to someone else, and so it's not about beating ourselves up or other yeah. people. You know, most people are just trying to do the best they can with what yeah. they know how to do, and you know let's just work towards making that be enough
0: yeah beautiful well thank you so much oh, Mel you're what a beautiful conversation thank you for your time thank really you. appreciate it before I forget where can they find you where can people find you uh, so they can go to my website
1: www.luminatelife.com.au and they can download my free weekly planner from there as well Um, and start setting an intention for their week and celebrating their wins for the week that was and and practicing daily gratitude and self-care prompts. Um, And you can also follow me on Instagram, Luminate underscore life on
0: Instagram. We'd love to see some new faces. Yes, and um, and Mel always posts lovely inspirational quotes um, and things and it's like really nice to just see them and pop up in your feed, so yeah. Awesome, well thank you once again Mel it's been and a delight yeah it was awesome mm-hmm. <laughs> and thanks everybody thank you for watching and listening and we'll catch you next week mm-hmm. Bye. thank you for joining us on this episode of the love approach project podcast it is an honor for me to bring you content that can help you grow heal and learn new tools that can support you in your day-to-day life. And if you haven't subscribed yet, please do so now. There are many more guests and new curated topics every week to keep supporting you in your path to health and healing. I am on a mission to support you in releasing stress and in making love the rule of your everyday. Until next week.